this week on Erotic Awakening. Master Slave Q&A. Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Welcome back. Thank you. Though that was a long drive. Uh, but we're glad you're back. My understanding is last week you were at Slave Retreat. Mm-hmm, I was. So had a great time. Was with uh, Castle Griffin and uh, six other people and, well, six other submissives and slaves. And it was actually pretty decent. I mean, I haven't been to one before. And, uh, yeah, had a great time. Hot tubbing, chit-chatting. Did you, did you record any of this chit-chatting? I did. So near the end of the retreat, um, I put the recorder in the middle of the table and tried to get people to talk. And Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no idea what a slave retreat is, so that'll be something interesting to me. So, excellent. But this week, we're talking about masters and slaves, questions and answers. Mm-hmm. And that topic, uh, actually the topic was a... Um, I kind of got that from, we had a fan from Denmark write in, and her name is Diddy. At least that's how I'm going to pronounce it. <laughs> that's what it looks like. And she had a couple MS questions. And we have a couple other little questions that people have come up with along the way. Mm-hmm. And although each question makes a neat topic in itself, today's show, we're going to do uh, these uh, quick question and answers. Kind of pardon the interruption style, if you're familiar with pardon the interruption. So, no, I'm not, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. <laughs> you will. It'll be a lot of fun, and we should cover a lot of ground, and uh, it'll be pretty interesting. Okay, good. Before we can get into that, though, I have to admit that we have um, a little snafu from last week. Uh-oh. Well, we did this contest oh, about... Yeah. Nine Inch Nails. About Nine Inch Nails. You know, we did a little Twitter contest, got a lot mm-hmm. of good feedback on that. Got a lot of great feedback from the Twitter contest, mm-hmm. but one of the questions I hadn't counted on, because I've never run a contest before, was someone said, is it this? What do I win? Oh. <laughs> so I guess when you well, have a, con- a contest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we pulled a prize out of our... Proverbial ass. <laughs> yes. And from all the answers that we got, the, the Nine Inch Nails song, the lyrics go like this. I want to fuck you like an animal. I want to feel you from the inside. And that is, of course, the Nine Inch Nails song called Closer. And it is the song that we hear at every dungeon event we ever go to. Mm-hmm. Now, some people had other good Nine Inch Nails songs as well. And those probably would have been acceptable as well. Mm-hmm. But, but the song we wanted was Closer. From all the people that answered, we picked randomly a Twitter name of Kinky Wife as the person that won. Uh, Kinky Wife is a woman with unusual taste in sex, married to a wonderful man, trying to write her daily thoughts. And she made a funny little comment, too. She said there's so many Nine Inch Nails songs that would fit better around here, but they don't understand English. But they do understand the word 
fuck. <laughs> so, uh, we see from her Twitter feed she's also she's bilingual. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> and she speaks the French as well. Oh, I thought we were going to go on a road trip there for a second. <laughs> and uh, her quote of the day is, I love the smell of shibari in the morning. Ooh, nice. So, kinky wife, uh, we've got your email address. I will write you shortly. And you have won movie tickets to the theater of your choice. Yay. <laughs> so we will have other Twitter contests coming up. Absolutely. I've got, a, I've got an idea for one for show 50, as a matter of fact. Just kind of oh, a little yeah? celebration that we made it to 50 episodes. Nice. Before we can get to that, though, we have other things on our plate. We do. We've got, um, actually, a lot of events coming up. Yep. Just next weekend, though, I want to point out, we'll be in um, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing the Burger Munch Vending event. And this is actually just a really neat event that they're putting out there at the Burger Munch Group. Uh, they're bringing in vendors, and there's a good dozen vendors at least coming in. Yep, from what I understand. And the vendors themselves don't have to pay anything to come in. Right. And there's just a really neat variety of vendors coming, mm-hmm. including you and me. Yep. We yep. have some stuff in the garage, a uh, quantity of, of corsets and some toys and some other stuff that we'll be vending. Right, from when we were vending earlier in the year. So, you know, this is all actually really good quality stuff. So we just ran out of time to vend and present. So we're going to bring it up there to the flea market. We're going to be the big lots of kink. We're well, our big clothes. A little sale. bit of this, yeah. With a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And so, but I still love the corsets. So oh, I do I, too. They're They're wonderful, but... Time They're to going see, to be discounted. <laughs> time to see other people wearing them. Exactly. So that's going to be uh, coming up next week. but And then we have a bunch of other stuff coming up that we'll mention along the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of events coming up. But yep. uh, the only other one that I want to mention right now, because I'm all a Twitter, <laughs> is I see that the um, Winter Wickedness stuff mm. is really starting to come out. Yes. So we'll, that is February 4th and 5th. And let me jump over to their little web page for a moment. And uh, now that one's the one that's here in Columbus. So uh, AIS runs two events every year, and this is the winter event. So yep, this is their fourth anniversary event. Nice. Uh, Friday and Saturday, February fifth and sixth, two thousand ten. They, uh, you know, they always have a great presenter lineup, and this time Barak and Sheba have been pushing. Oh no, wait till you see this presenter. <laughs> I know. So I'm curious what they are pulling out, but I do know at this point the keynote speaker is Nina Hartley, and their special guest speaker is Lee Harrington. Yay! And I would easily travel quite some distance to get to an event mm-hmm. to see either one of those two cats. Uh, and yeah. the fact that they're right here in our backyard nice. is all the better. So nice. uh, we're going to get um, we'll get a hold of uh, Barak and Sheba and get them to talk a little bit about the event. Just let people know what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, we share a lot of our experiences, and a lot of our experiences come from going to these events. And if you're interested in workshops, classes, interacting with other people that think and feel and act the same way you do, these events are really the way to go. So um, it's certainly it's something worth checking out and something that we will uh, remind people of as it gets closer. Uh, it'll be awesome if we can get to talk to Nina. I know on one of our um, previous podcasts, we talked to Lee and... Lee's always got great things to talk about, so maybe we can talk to him again, too. Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. If you would like to talk to us, 
<laughs> That's my little segue there. Uh, got it, got it. Either for feedback, comments, or any other reason, there's ways to get a hold of us. We can, you can get a hold of us via email, eroticawakening at bluecatservices.org. Or the contact form that's on the website at bluecatservices.org. Or our FetLife group is Erotic Awakening. Our Twitter is Dan and Dawn. Which you'll want to add if you want to be involved in upcoming contests. If you are a low-tech person like myself, you can just call us. 206-309-0054. So today's show, we have a number of questions that people have written us. Uh, throughout the previous episodes and I hope we I don't think we're going to get to all of them today but I do want to touch on a lot of them and I definitely want to touch on Diddy's questions mm -hmm. and I've set up a little timer so we won't spend too much time on each one and I think a lot of these questions end up they're going to spawn their own shows but I want to at least um, get a little bit of feedback and, and the way this will work is you're going to ask me half the questions. I'll ask you half the questions. Okay. And when the timer goes off, that gives you, a, you have a moment to respond, agree or disagree with what the person said, and we'll move on to the next one. Make sense? Makes sense to me. And so. the timer that's going to let us know that it's been a minute sounds like this. <laughs> okay. So let's start with that first question. Okay. So Dawn. In a total power exchange relationship, how does one handle when there's a real reluctance or downright defiance from a slave? Mm, good question. So, because I don't know that I have an answer on how to handle it, but I would have a real deep question about whether the submissive or slave actually wants to be in that relationship because most slaves that I know have a slave heart and they really want to serve. So, yeah, I would have to question that. Ooh, one minute. That's not going to be enough. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, um, but I think it's natural for a lot of slaves, especially early in the relationship, to have difficulty making that transition. And also, are you really sure that master's committed? Mm. You know, are we, are we doing a little cockroach on the pillow sort of thing? You know, are we pushing back to make sure that they're, they're as committed to this path as you are? You know, that's one of the things that strikes me about this is that I want to make sure, you know, if there is defiance, to push through it. You know, mm. that's how I would handle it. Push right through it. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so one for you, Dan. How can you deal with the guilt as a dom of not feeling like an ass, even when really being demanding or even harsh? For me, I like to have a, you start off by having this conversation of equals. You start off sitting with your slave and saying, you know, is this what this means to you? When you say, and I had to do this in the beginning of our relationship, mm -hmm. you told me very clearly, if I don't meet your expectations, I want to be punished. And it very much goes against my grain to punish people, at least at that time. Mm -hmm. So for me, I like having that written down contract. I like having things written down very clear understanding as peers so that when things go wonky when it's time to punish I can rely on that Abs yeah absolutely <laughs> so um, I understand that and I was I felt I was very clear that um, 
you know, I wanted punishment. And I don't see you as being an ass when you do that. I see you as being somebody that's caring and you care what I'm doing. And, you know, you're following through with what we agreed on. It's an expression of our commitment to the relationship. Yes. When I'm a dick. Yes. When I'm harsh. Yeah. When you're harsh. You're not a dick. Uh, it, that's just not your personality. So. Okay. Dawn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me more about training. How do you start? How do you start with a with a master slave with a slave training? Mm. I guess defining what you want first. So, um, what is your focus on the training? And then, personally, we started support groups and did some research. So, but the whole talking is equals first mm, to a point is where I would get started. Cool. For me, the, the, the trick is just to start, to get going, to get pushing. Start with two or three things, mm -hmm. right? Make sure I want my bed made, I want coffee made in the morning, and when I say, come here, you, come here, you drop what you're doing and come here. You know, maybe start with two or three simple things like that. And as a master, respond to those things appropriately, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's how I would I start my slave training. You start with some basic things, start with two or three things, and make sure those become accepted. And then you add something to it and add something to it. I also, every because we live in a technology age, every morning I get an email saying, good morning, master. Every night I get an email saying, good night, master. Here's how my day is gone. You know, that's one of those things that's going to allow us to make sure we stay in some level of contact. See, I really like that. So, and I probably as a submissive, I stay in my head. So that's why you're the dominant. And <laughs> you've got this figured out. <laughs> it works out well for us the way we do things. All right, one more question. Okay. Oh, how to deal with being kinky in general when it comes to your other relationships on whom it might have influence, family, non-kinky, friends, work. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Um, I don't, I am not out at work right. as being a master of a slave. Right. I also, at work, I don't talk about where I stick my dick. Right. Same rules apply to my family. Same rules apply to the kids. Mm -hmm. I don't talk about what happens in my bedroom. No more than I would talk about my MS lifestyle. Now, there are things that are visible to people. Right. Right. Your collar, you have a day collar. Mm -hmm. My other slave has a day collar, right? So these are things that outside people wouldn't see as an MS thing. Um, it's a tricky question for me because I don't really have to deal with people from a kinky perspective. But the only thing I want to add to that is it's, it's very important for me. If I truly believe this is a good thing, if somebody does confront me about it, to be honest about it, because I do believe it. It's nothing I want to hide. Right. So, and um, I agree with that as well. I mean, I don't come right out and, you know, this is who I am, but I am very comfortable with who I am. So if the topic does arise, I will talk about it. You know, the kids are not aware of what we're doing as far as I know. <laughs> but they also know that we are weird. So they can come and talk to us about, you know, whatever they want to. So I could really talk about that for a really long time. I mean, I just don't, everybody has differing viewpoints, you know, but 
I don't know. I just don't feel like I have to throw it out there in everybody's face, but I am comfortable with who I am. Great. Okay. Actually, we have one more question that we'll knock out. Okay. And maybe this one's already been addressed a little bit, but Dawn. Yes. How do you navigate the transition from a married vanilla cop couple mm-hmm. to a DS couple? Ooh, okay. Um, I don't know that ours counts on doing that because we went into it with the idea of at least trying to be a DS couple right off the bat. So I would, wow. I want to say tread lightly, but I also feel like, no, just jump into it. Just do it. Just trust that each, you know, trust each other that this is what you want and jump in and and start switching it over. For me, contracts are huge. I'm going to go back to Mm -hmm. saying MS contracts. I love master-slave contracts because you're writing things down as peers. You're writing it down. You're saying, here's what I really want. Here's what you really want. I understand what you want, versus, and you understand what I want. You know right. the problems that we have when I say, go to the store, get me a loaf of bread, and bring me back some peanut butter, too. And you come back with whole wheat bread and creamy peanut butter. And I think, oh, wow, I, I, you should have known I wanted rye and chunky, mm-hmm. right? This is why it's really important in an MS relationship to start off writing down these things and making sure that you both understand. Well, that way, yeah, that way you're looking at your needs and wants and expectations. So, and just the whole process of putting the contract together is very um, insightful. So, I like that. Good. So, that is our attempt at a MS Q&A show. For those people out there listening, let us know what you think. Do you like this format? Do you like this? Was this fun or was this silly? Do you like our normal bringing the experts interview type better? Let us know. Uh, Yeah, and if you have thoughts on how we answered the questions, because, of course, we just throw them at each other and gave little short answers, you know, quick thinkers. You know, if you have uh, other responses to how you would have answered the questions, you know, it'd be great to hear that, too. Yep, absolutely. Which is going to be on our name badge from now on. (laughs) What's that? Dan and Dawn, absolutely. If you're sitting there thinking that, hey, Dan, that, uh, that show, that's kind of a ripoff of that Pardon the Interruption sports show on ESPN, isn't it? Let me just say, I am Will Bond. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Kinky. And the Geek. From Kinky and the Geek. Duh. Uh, for your weekly dose of your two favorite things, give us a listen. Or we'll hide your sex toys. <laughs> be good. Or be good at it. Bye bye. Coming up next week BDSM Spirituality. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs>